Welcome to Love Maps, your guide to love, sex and relationships. I'm your host, Joe Nickel. I'm a psychotherapist and relationship coach. For 25 years, I've been working with couples and individuals, and I know firsthand that many people are not having the sex and love life they want. So I decided to make this podcast to give people the tools they need to get the relationships they long for with more passion, intimacy and connection. So what is a love map? A love map is the blueprint for our relationships which we developed in the early stages of our life. There's a saying, show me how you were loved and I will show you how you love. Our culture shows us how to fall in love, but I want to show you how to stay in love. Each episode, I'll be hanging out on my sofa with an invited guest who has a particular interest or expertise in love and sex. And together, we'll explore a specific topic so that you can take away tools and new ideas that I hope will transform your relationships. And on today's podcast, we're going to be talking about dating online, giving you tips and tools to find that person that you want to spend the rest of your life with, you want to have great sex with, you want to communicate with. Dating online, how to do it and how not to do it. And with us to help us, a couple who have made a big success, they found each other online, they're fab. Christina Discuti and Massimo Marinoni. Also with me on Love Maps is my regular sofa buddy and editor, Richard Cotton, who is as passionate as I am about improving our relationships. Hi, Richard. <laughs> Joe. Hi. Hi. Um, today we're talking about finding love online. Have you ever dated online? I haven't. And you've obviously been successful in finding dates, <laughs> unlike well, most of us, uh, through not going online. I don't know. I've always found the idea of online dating a bit contrived. Yeah, I know? think a lot of I, people do. Yeah, I prefer to meet people in the course of my everyday life. And I suppose really that's because, you know, the things I do that interest me, when I do those things, I'm going to meet people who are also interested in those things. So yeah. there's an inherent sort of compatibility there. Well, you're a lucky guy if you are meeting people out and about. Dating online is huge. Absolutely. I've tried it. You have? Yeah, yeah. I've tried it and I've met some lovely guys and um, some of them have been and become really great friends. Nothing turned to love. Okay. But we always live in hope. So that's nice. You were open to those relationships just becoming friendships and they weren't necessarily going to be romantic relationships. I was open to meeting new people, meeting new men, and with the possibility of them becoming, the relationship, you know, evolving. I think that what really helps is I know myself pretty well. So I was quite quick to know whether the guys I were meeting were going to be right for me in a romantic way mm -hmm. or in a friendship way. Mm -hmm. thing is, the more you know yourself and what you want and what you like and what you're into, the more you're able to express that online. Very good. And on that note, um, today's guests are a couple that met online. Massimo Marinoni went online to find a partner in love and sex that would meet his needs. And the way he went about it is absolutely fascinating and I think highly intelligent. And he found himself a fabulous woman to join him in his life and his sexual adventures and um, 
journey through life. And we've got them on today and they're going to tell us about how that came about and to give us some tips about how to get what you want and who you want mm-hmm. through online dating. I'm very, very interested. Very excited yeah, to hear I'm super about excited it. because he was so successful. So I'm absolutely delighted to have Massimo Marinoni and his gorgeous partner, Christina Descuti. Hello. 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 Hi, Christina. Hi. Hi there. Hi. Hi, guys. This sounds very exciting. <laughs> so, um, you two met online. Yes, we did. Yeah. <laughs> How long ago was that? It was 13 years ago. 13. Going on to 14. Going on to 14, yeah. And you've been, you've been together ever since? Yes. Yes. Before you met each other online, had you done other online sort of dating or met other people online? I did very little. It was uh, it was very n- sort of new at that time. Well, at least for me, like in Lithuania, it, it's maybe a little bit backwards in some cases. And I was just doing it for fun. It was... Um, to subscribe was really kind of expensive, so I never did it seriously. I just did it for a little bit of fun to chat to people more than anything. Is that because there weren't many guys to chat to in Lithuania? Um, Were you looking for something I, I was looking for some excitement, just as an, a little escape, really. So it was really exciting because I could read all the letters, and one of the letters was Massimus, and um, it was totally different from anything else that I've seen like because everybody is so what they like is walking on the beach reading books and that sort of thing that is boring yes well the mundane side I, I have yes. to admit the mine was a three-page affair <laughs> Oh my God! And you found some, and at least somebody wanted to read with it. Well, Christina um, wanted to read it. Well, I, the way I approached it, um, it was very methodical and almost like carpet bombed. Uh, I, I really had complete trust in technology and complete trust in the internet. I thought if I answer many questions, if I pour my heart out and I'm really honest about myself and what I'm looking for, and I put it out there, someone somewhere might read it and after reading it really have a good picture of what I am and who I am and then contact me. That was my idea and I sent that letter all over the world. That's amazing. In many sites. And by the way, the the site that, because I I wanted to find love, I wasn't interested in sex, I had that, Um, but I wanted a, a, a life partner. Um, the quest, the, talking about sites, the site that answers the most questions, that has the most questionnaires is called OKCupid. Now, not only they are amazing as a site, but amazing as an idea. And they are sitting on a database of people's ideas, fetishes, um, political, you can... Uh, the list of questions to answers is endless. I reached the number of 890 myself. I think, yes, Massimo, 14 years ago, he did what now sort of people picking up and you, you need to be a bit more specific. Yes, you need to take the risk and really mm-hmm. just say yeah. what it is that you like and you want without um, self-censoring that. Yeah. I think people are afraid to sort of open up it parts is. of themselves it, it, to it, that. It, 
it, to it is scrutiny. quite scary to open up yourself so yeah. much but but that's what was so refreshing actually to see that profile and and read what person really wants that particular person really wants so there's a lot more treasure to be found mm. in a very sort of in-depth profile because then the approach is that take me or leave me you know like straight away you can Fabulous. you can yeah. make that decision really quickly then it makes the process you don't dwell in your head too much and you don't create your own story about it it's much more mm, yeah immediate real yeah, yeah, yeah correct but what about your profile <laughs> and, and were you actively writing uh, letters no, or? My, mine was probably similar to all those other ones i don't know why Massimo picked it up but he must have picked up quite a few you know he was like he said he was sending letters to yeah why did you why did you pick up well my um my 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 learning curve with um online dating is so at first i was um, very picky i was thinking "Mm, yeah i quite like that that girl let me start a conversation then like christina must have done with some people chatted live and what you're doing and what you're doing tomorrow and what did you eat and what are you and even they're always on the surface Massimo, is this all you're talking about chatting online? You're never face-to-face. You haven't done face-to-face. Well, no, I have done a lot of dating face-to-face as well. I've done speed dating. I've done uh, weekends, singles weekends. I've done it all to try and, um, you know, and get a a partner, but also to try and understand the process and how, you know, and and how to find a partner outside of what Richard was saying, just a chance meeting. I believe that, you know, it, uh, through the power of the internet, you're more likely to have a meeting because actually my opinion at the end of the day about online dating is, okay, you like the person, like the sound of the person. The first thing you have to do, stop wasting your time chatting. What are you like? Whether uh, Meet. meet them. Just meet for a coffee. Preferably for a coffee. Nowhere where there's alcohol around or involved. Meet for a coffee and you will know then within five minutes. minutes. My, my thinking has always been, because of course it's a starting point for relationship, it's a, it's a getting to the starting blocks method, isn't it? Or getting to a place where you've got uh, uh, at least some of the work done, which is some of the you know, obvious questions asked, which you've already done online. My feeling about, about meeting people, though, is that in the course of my everyday life, which is why I've, I've never really done online dating, I've never really believed in it, the course of my everyday life, I am doing the things which... I love to do, which in my work, because I'm fortunate in that I love the work that I do or the uh-huh. places that I go or the social uh, activities that I go to, if it's theatre or if it's whatever it is, I'm going to meet people in the environments in which I, the, the environments that I like to go to and do the things that I like to do. And therefore the people I meet are going to yes. be Perfect. simpatico because they're going, or yes. more perhaps more simpatico because they are also interested in those totally things. Totally agree with I'm you. I'm finding those people there. But you always then you sound to me like a really outgoing person with a cir- with, with a circle of friends and places to go. A lot of the people that are online dating are working jobs. They haven't got any free time. They're scared to go out. And now more and more and more and more, they're locking themselves in, hoping that through that screen they will meet someone. Mm. But what I'm saying is that you two might meet that someone, but please do it in real life as quickly as humanly possible, because most most of the time I am um, I'm disappointed. So when what you're building up virtually will never match what will happen actually. 
One of the things that um, I, I heard, which is absolutely gorgeous, was that um, an, one of the agony aunts from the, it might have been Claire Rainer, I'm not quite sure, from the sort of 70s, 60s, 70s, 80s, very well known. Um, she said that when the online dating thing started, she got a lot of people writing in saying, oh, I've, you know, I've met this guy and he lives in Poland or he lives in Australia and I'm completely in love with him. I haven't met him yet, but, you know, we're really kind of, you know, we're, he's coming over and he wants to, we want to get married. And she said, darling, if you haven't smelt him, you don't know if you love him. Absolutely. I buy that. And I think I that, that was perfect. And I think that's it. Unless you can physically smell them, and smell is a huge indicator of whether you are c- compatible, um, you just don't know. So I really, I'm totally, totally in agreement. You have to meet them. You need to smell them somewhere, some part of their body. Just get there. And um, yeah, and see if actually their face and their look is something that you can live with. I think smell is a whole podcast. It is a podcast. We'll do the smell. Uh, what, what, I w- what I would love to do, <laughs> what I would love to do though, is get back to the, the because I want, yeah. I'm interested in you as a yeah. as a couple, as a partnership, and and how you came together and what, what happened it, what when it you was. first met. Well, how did you? Well, I mean, Christine's in Lithuania. You're in where? London. I'm so, in London. Correct. So, so romantic. So, so romantic. how did you make that shift from uh, from cyber to? Um, yeah. Well, that's the funny part, Physical you see, so meeting. we couldn't meet straight away, but in our case, it actually worked out really well because like I was, you know, like there's so many times, you know, that it happened to me that you meet a guy and you sleep with him the first night and you actually don't get to know them well enough. Well, that's my sort of thing that I used to do, which is not really? great. Huh. So <laughs> I actually really enjoyed exchanging letters with Massimo because we'd done that for two months more than two months before we were able to meet it was actually really kind of romantic so who who, who came to who first I went to see Massimo first my friend said you're totally mad he's gonna take your passport away and how do you know and pimp <laughs> you enslave and enslave you because I literally I didn't tell anything to my like family. I said I'm going to see a friend. When you first met, the moment you first met, what was that like? Okay, well, I'm at the airport holding this electronic sign, like you are on the bus when it says the minutes that are coming, saying Christina, welcome. Because I'm I'm also a bit partially sighted, so um, I, I wasn't sure I was going to recognize her, and you know the story about you don't look like your picture and whatever. And I stood with this sign and then I see two girls coming out one of them waving at me and suddenly I started feeling a little bit of panic and I said I'm just waiting for one actually I didn't I'm not really prepared for two um, and then Christina came and so oh, I met this girl on the plane she's looking for um, a way to Bedford I don't remember anyway you know when I saw Christina anyway, I completely lost the plot I didn't even know who I was where I was I was shaking like a leaf on the on the on, on the train on to uh, to um, he was Tottenham like a Hale. super excited uh, schoolboy so with all the letters and all the information you'd exchanged with each other, were there any things that you'd held back on? Were you were you very explicit about what you wanted, what your sexual tastes were, what you hoped for and what you were looking for? 
Well, beforehand, I didn't know anything about BDSM whatsoever. And that first look at it, it was, uh, yeah, like I said, it seemed quite weird, but then I'm very curious. For anyone who doesn't know what BDSM is, it is one of the most popular and favourite fetishes in the world. And it stands for bondage, discipline, dominance, submission and sadomasochism. That's maybe a lot of words to remember, but that's what it is. So I just wanted to get that out there because that is something that is very relevant to the relationship between Christina and Massimo and is pivotal to what Massimo was hoping to find in a partner, I believe, is somebody to share this fetish with him. Which is why I think this particular story is of interest, is that sometimes we are looking for something that might feel difficult to express and almost impossible to find. It you know, given the the huge variety of activities that one can do under the BDSM label, I think that finding a partner to meet you at the same place is much harder. Yeah, than it can most be people. harder. And to much be honest, harder. I did not disclose, like to answer the, your earlier question, everything straight away, like I have done after. But um, at the time, I just said that I like fetish clubbing and, and, and basically, you know, um, BDSM for me and for us, some people get naked to go to bed, we get dressed. Is that, that's, a, that's, a different, <laughs> that's one of the basic differences and we sort of make a thing of getting ready, the same thing that you go to go out, but and we I don't assume, go out, we I stay assume, in and then get undressed. I don't mean in a kind of Viella nighty. <laughs> so really, you found. So you didn't disclose that you you were, I, you were, I, I you were on a site that which I was into quite, certain alternative things. But the which portal I never, that you chose was a really mainstream. Yes, quite, it was a mainstream one. Yes, when Christina first came, we didn't have any BDSM sex for the first three, three or four or five times we met. Right. Yeah, probably three, four times. I took a very practical approach because I know that long distance relationships are really hard. And, and, and at the time you spent away, your fantasy just starts going into things that when they become the reality, you're disappointed. So the way I approach it, I liked her. So I said, well, where do we go from now? What are we going to do to make this work or to at least give this a good shot? So the next thing I did, I booked a series of six tickets for me to go and see her, for her to come back and see me, and for me to go and see her again, and for me, for, and for her to come back and see me again within the space of three months. I said, we've got to get to know each other and get to know each other fast. We have to put this thing on a fast track because long-distance relationships, mm, uh, you know... I, well, unless bit... you have a good foundation already to start off with, long-distance exactly, relationships exactly. don't you have... Don't, the they, they, don't, you know, they don't survive very well because you do live in a fantasy world. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So um, having met each other, how did you know that she was right for you? She came um, from Lithuania. She had um, a small hand luggage. In her hand luggage, there was a piece of Lithuanian bread and three apples from her grandmother's garden that she brought as a present to me. Now, that in itself... I, I, I was in awe about because I thought that is something really simple, really basic. We 
Because unfortunately, the, my dating stories in, in, in London were terrible. People looking into your wallet before they even tell you who they are. People talking about kids and how many and what before you even have been a little bit more intimate with them. And I found her to be so genuine, so so pure, so almost old-fashioned, you know, and, and then just just looking at her, the way she moved, the way she talked, the way she um, was moving that I, I think on the, on the third day I went to her feet and I looked up at her and I said, I adore you. That's, God, that's so happened. romantic. Amazing. It's beautiful. So, but same question. Oh, it was really beautiful because Massimo, you can hear probably the way he talks and everything. It was so different from what I was used to in like Lithuania and in men. He is really outgoing and really expressed himself really openly. And in um, the, the second day, he was just uh, talking about his books in his library, butt naked, climbing on the armchair and saying, oh, look, maybe you should read this book. And I thought that was like absolutely amazing. And it made me like a most beautiful breakfast. And and then the last night, I think before before me leaving next day, he cried and he said how lonely life can be in London I thought that was so touching like he was so open about so many things I've never like men don't do that in Lithuania it was like complete revelation for me and they don't do that all over the world they they don't do it in London he's Italian (laughs) they don't do it in Italy in Italy they just lie and get lovers I was completely blown away (laughs) What did you, um, Christina, reveal about yourself online? Not much. I found it really difficult to talk about myself and I never thought of anything serious coming out of it. Uh, It was more for fun. So it's quite interesting because Massimo was very serious, Mm. had an absolute goal and intention and really worked at it and (laughs) revealed himself. And he met a woman who didn't reveal herself and was taking it very lightly. <laughs> Correct. Not so, you know, what was it, Massimo? I mean, because, you know, this mind. is very interesting because these, di- these are two very yeah, different, yeah. Uh, these are two very different yeah, yeah. approaches. So we're looking at, you know, how you get what you need and how you get to meet somebody who's going to meet your needs yeah. online. And, you know, given what you said about your profile and Mm. how you worked so hard at it and you really sort of opened yourself up and you were determined, you know, if you really open yourself up, then you will find somebody that can connect to you. And you come across Christina's profile and she's living in Lithuania, but she's saying that her profile was very kind of light. So why... She had very interesting pictures. Ah. Now, pictures, <laughs> and, and, and not pictures. necessarily, you know, very interesting pictures. I just felt that there was a nice variety. And in fact, actually, I was, I, I, I was a bit apprehensive and scared because in some of them I thought, oh, she looks really pretty. And in some of them I thought, oh, she's not really that pretty. And I, and I had to ask my friend, a friend of mine, I said, look, I'm thinking of meeting this girl. Is she pretty or isn't she pretty? Because I can't tell from the picture. And they said, no, 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 she's really pretty. She's really pretty. And of course, you know, you this sure is a podcast. Be. They can't see anything, but you too can see. She's beyond beautiful. So just, so there we go. Is it actually that you're saying that forget about the profile, it's all in the picture? Um, well, 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that's why, uh, you know, Tinder is so, it's it, so, it, it's, it's so prevalent, although some people do say people, in their Tinder profile, look, I'm looking for love, I'm not looking for sex, you know. But and, the, and, face and, and doesn't, the face doesn't look right. And unfortunately, it. online dating now is bastardized and, and is being destroyed. You know, this swiping for love is become swiping for sex or become swiping for love tonight. Um, but it is know, based on that three seconds you give a look at a face and then you either swipe to the yeah, left or yeah. the same. Yes, with, the same it's, with um, you know, it's, pre- it's yes, fine. It's, I'm not it, actually it, judging it because that's is fine. About, it is about the three seconds that you look at the face. But what you're describing, Massimo, is not simply, oh my God, she's so beautiful, but also look at how... <laughs> Look at how she's presented herself. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 that I looked and, first. And beyond, a little yeah. bit below the level of, um, underneath rather than And trying the, to the read between of, the lines, you yeah. know. But it's interesting how we look for the little details. I'm, I remember sort of looking at pictures of guys online and, you know, they, they looked, they could look okay. I thought, okay, that's, he's all right, looks okay. And then there'd be a picture in the background and it's like, no yeah. way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No that, way. What do you yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. On the That's wall? On the wall. It's like, if he has that picture on a wall anywhere near him, it's a no. Right. So you judge him on a piece of decor? You get kind of weird. But what if he was you get, in his because house? Because you, you're, you're looking very quickly at stuff. Yeah. So you're doing far too much quick shopping. It's very consumer driven. So no, you can no. even go to, no, if he wears those shoes, it's a no. Um, he's wearing that tight, no. He's wearing a suit. No, yeah. he's got that. Yes. What is it about his face and where he's standing that's going to give me more than the profile? Yes. Yeah, exactly. yes. And Absolutely. so, yeah, you, I get I got kind of madly picky. I kept thinking, you know, it looks quite nice. But if he has that artwork, it's a no. Yeah, but that's, that's I what, mean, that's stupid. That no, it's, it's not stupid. Well, uh, well, it might be, but that's what limiting. everybody else is it's, doing. It's, it's, it is what everyone's doing, but it's very limiting. We bring with us from our childhood again, I um, a template about something that is when we're looking for somebody something that is familiar it's either going to be oh she reminds me of something it's kind of unconscious that is good or it reminds me of something that isn't <laughs> very good. interesting you say that joke because I, I actually realized when I separated from the mother of my children that I had chosen her. She was a beautiful woman, but because I knew my parents were going to love her. And then I realized that they did love her and I loved her for some time. And then we started mm, just drifting apart and, and, and realized she wasn't really right for me. And I thought, but if I were to choose someone for myself, myself alone, not thinking about anybody else, who would I choose? And I thought, well, uh, now that I'm separate, I'd like someone shorter than me and with no kids. And then Christina came, who is taller than me and with a kid and blew everything out. I remember somebody telling me once and I said, oh, you know, if you go to a party and you look around and then you see the woman that you think is perfect for you, you can be almost 100% sure that she isn't the one. But somewhere else in this party, there is. <laughs> and But you don't see her. You will not see her right there and then because you're judging from mm. not knowledge. That's exactly it. You project onto them something that they don't have. You imagine that they are going to be a certain type yeah. of person because she's got tattoos, because she's got a leather jacket, because she wears those kind of boots because she wears her hair in a certain way, she's obviously going to be that type. Thanks for listening to Love Maps with Massimo Marinoni and Christina Discuti. If you're enjoying it, do subscribe and leave a review. 
And you can find more information and support on our website, lovemapspodcast.com and follow Love Maps Podcast on Instagram. So really what we're, what we're understanding from this experience that you've had together and how you found your, your, each other through the internet is that there it is, is the unexpected and to spend time, even if they may not be the type you imagine you want to be with, if there is something there that is... Um, interesting shared interests there's enough you know humor or something there to give that person maybe a little bit more time just don't say oh well yeah. she, she doesn't wear the right yeah leather jacket Absolutely. and therefore i can't possibly be which is what i did it's like you know i probably passed by loads of right nice guys because they didn't you know they weren't wearing the right thing or you know oh well maybe not maybe because the grass you know this grass is greener you know, and I have this thing about the grass is greener where you water it. It's like, give it time. If there's something there, there's a little bit of chemistry there, maybe have another meeting. Yes. Maybe just check it out. They may not, yes. they're not going to be, no one is going to be the one. There might be a 0.45, which right. you can then bring up to a one. But, you know, the perfect one, the one isn't there. They don't exist. You create, you build that together. If you like the smell, you know, give it another chance. Even if, you, if, if you, even if you don't like his shoes, you know, like if you, really, <laughs> if really you like the smell, there is that that's possibility. Right. Also, right. yeah, there's a lot of fear about meeting somebody that is going to smell right. Because what does <laughs> yeah. that mean? It means mm. that, you know, if it's me, I'm going to, you know, just go in for a big love affair. Mm. And so I think that people are fearful of the vulnerability and the danger i mean because you know relationships are dangerous which mm. is why we are vulnerable in them mm. you know you would take a huge risk when you go into a relationship so i hugely admiring of your courage and bravery both of you and i think that this swipey business is a very yeah. convenient way of not going there I agree. and when yeah. i went and i became very picky and it's like oh no no can't no 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 it's just me pulling back it's kind of playing with it, saying there's a part of me that thinks I could be in a relationship, but actually I'm not, I'm not there at all. Mm. You know, if I, you know, just that was, and I think a lot of people are doing that in the dating. Yes. They want it, but they're actually they're terrified of yes, it at the same yes, time. Yes. Fear, um, the opposite of love, isn't it? You know, this has been a really interesting um meeting and we've loved having you here thank you so much both of you for coming on <laughs> thank you it was Great. a pleasure it's been really really interesting yeah. and thank just you, a joy yeah. to meet a couple who have met in such an unusual way online and shared their insights and experience and we're very grateful for that thank you very much thank you thank you thanks for listening to love maps we hope you've taken away something useful if you know anyone who's struggling in their relationship, please share our podcast with them. You can find more information about the topics covered and links to therapeutic support on our website, lovemapspodcast.com.